Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Inside Strategic Coach with Dan Sullivan. Dan, we've been talking a lot about technology recently. Abundance 360 was not that long ago. And one of the things that you have always said that I would really like to expand on today is the necessity of having coaching and teamwork involved anytime, especially a new technology comes out. And I just am very aware that some people know this, some people don't. So I'd love to do a deep dive about that with you today. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. Both topics are of long-standing interest for me, both technology and coaching. And just to start off, I'll give a statistic. Generally, the technology start off, I'll give a statistic. Generally, the technology um, that has made the biggest difference is generally called IT. And there's technologies for every industry, but the one technology that every industry has to have is information technology. Mm -hmm. So it's the fastest growing industry in the world and has been for 20 years. The second fastest growing industry over that same time period is coaching. Mm. So people say, well, what kind of coaching? And I said, every kind of coaching, because if everything's being impacted by information technology, then everything requires coaching for people to make the technology useful. Mm. I think technology is a wonderful thing, and I think it's made incredible jumps, certainly during my business career, And I think we're just at the start of some amazing breakthroughs, but technology does not coach itself. Mm. So the person who creates a new technology sees a real possibility and creates something. And if the technology has any significance whatsoever, it automatically changes everything it comes into contact with. And although the changes are very desirable on the part of the person who creates the technology. It can be very confusing, very complicating, and very conflicting for the people who are being impacted by the new technology. And the usual result of being impacted by a technology that you don't understand or don't understand how to use is to resist it, to hate it, to avoid it, and to not use it. (laughs) Basically, not use the technology. And so we're getting to the point where I would say that when you start on the path of creating a new technology, think of all the different technologies that you use. I mean, last night I had to ask Babs, how do you actually turn off your iPhone? (laughs) You know, and she says, well, you press the louder button on the left-hand side and the big button on the right-hand side. So good, yeah, I needed to know that because it's been on ever since I got it. And people say, well, what an idiot doesn't know I turn on his iPhone. And I said, well, I only use my iPhone for certain purposes. Nobody has my number, you know, because when people phone me, it's their idea. And I don't want to be impacted all day by other people's ideas. I've got enough ideas of my own. Mm-hmm. And people said, how do you live? And I said, well, everybody knows how to get in touch with me through other people. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I go through every day. Nobody phones me. I can't think of the last time anyone actually phoned me on my phone. 
And that's one of the ways I've learned to adjust to iPhones. And I use it for all sorts of purposes. I, you know, I lost my Kindle on a recent trip out west, somewhere in moving between airplane and limousine or rental car. I lost my, and Babs just showed me, she set it up on my iPhone so I could read Kindle. So I'm a minimalist when it comes to technology, but the technologies that I know I use very effectively, Mm -hmm. the one we're using right now. I think we've mastered Zoom more than any other company that we know of during the last two years. I love Zoom. I think it's wonderful, but it's three clicks. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dan, I find it interesting that you say you have people between you and technology. So just talk more about that because I think, you know, the minimal use of it, and but even someone who does want to maximize the use of it, it's really important to have your team of who's, as we like to talk about, that can give you mm-hmm. tricks and hacks and ways to be more efficient on things. So talk about having people between you and technology. Well, you know, I'm a great believer in teamwork. So I'm real clear that there are two or three things that I do really well. But if I was trying to run our business alone, there would be 50 things that I had to do. And in today's world, and we're in the third decade of the 21st century now, everybody's job in our business, in our line of work, interfaces with technology every day, and they're really good at it. Okay, so what I look at is the minimal technology that I need for the activities that I need, but then I really maximize those technologies. And Zoom happens to be the all-time best technology. And just the use of my computer for various kinds of writing and for research and everything else, I do that a lot. But everywhere where it involves getting projects done or, you know, setting up situations in the coaching business workshops, big workshops, small workshops, I'm depending on other people to handle the entire technology of it. Mm -hmm. Humans are incredibly adaptable. You can reprogram them with a question. You can program them with, you know, one of our tools like the impact filter or the certainty uncertainty tool that we have. You can reprogram humans. Humans are easy to reprogram. Technology is not easy to reprogram. (laughs) That's a really good point. That's right. The technologies that I've tried to reprogram have not been responsive. (laughs) Yeah, that may not be your top three things, Dan. I love that. So this whole idea of teamwork and coaching in addition to technology. So if someone is looking at coming up with a new technology or even integrating it into their company, like, why is this so important to have not just the technology, the idea of like, oh, I want that. I want this program. I want this capability. But to actually make sure that the coaching and teamwork is a part of that conversation. Why is that so critical? Well, I think the reason is that the individuals who have a natural feel for technology are a very, very small minority of human beings. In other words, that when a new technology appears, They see it as a real opportunity to be more knowledgeable and more skilled. And I think the number of human beings who have that particular mindset and have that particular capability are a very, very small minority, okay? And I would say in our company, we have 125 team members. I would say that the people who have that instinct are all in one big room in the basement. 
It's a very nice basement. Their work in the, most of their work in the basement. Which is very large and spacious. By the way, we have really great basement <laughs> rooms. And you can see the outside from our basements. You know, there are windows. So it's not like a jail or a prison. So they've made themselves known. that, And every day they just love investigating new technologies, using new technologies. And it's crucial. I mean, given the size of our company, we've got a really, really big tech component in our company, you know, and they're doing great work every single day. And they're looking forward at what we have to be paying attention from the standpoint of technology, the opportunities and the dangers of technology. They have a whole team of people who are coaches who coach the rest of the team members in Strategic Coach. I mean, we went through, I think it was, it's been four years now since we started Salesforce. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty clear after about three months that the coaches from the outside who were helping us adjust to, you know, the complexities of Salesforce, which are many, and every team had to become comfortable with it. And there had to be incredibly custom designing to fit into, you know, what we were doing so that the capabilities we had before Salesforce were multiplied significantly by going through the three or four years of adjustment and we needed coaches. Yes, very true. So what happens if someone doesn't pay attention to this. I mean, you actually used some words earlier. It's very confusing and conflicting. You had one more as well. When we're confronted with technology and people resent it, I think, if we don't take the time to put the teamwork in the coaching. And then I know, for instance, in the example that you're talking about with Salesforce, we had some holdouts for a while who thought it was optional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was like, mm, actually, no, this is the way the train's going. So, And some of them turned out to be optional. There you go. So do you see this happening, Dan, with us or with our clients where people kind of aren't tuned into the need for teamwork and coaching and what the cost is? Yeah. We, for example, really handled Zoom incredibly well. I mean, it's one of the high marks of our walking our talk in the 33 years of the company's history. I mean, we just We took a coffee break and then we adjusted to the new technology, but not only adjusted, we actually did things with the technology that no one else was doing. And then we put out a coaching workshop. Here are eight tips on how to utilize Zoom and how to have great Zoom events. Then we wrote a book on it and then we, you know, we created audios, we created videos. So we as an organization really coached our client base. And there were those who said, I'm sorry, I'm not coming back to coach until it's in person. They refuse to learn. And I think that they're handicapped. They'll be handicapped going forward. I don't think their marketing will be as good. I think that they'll have problem with remote work. You know, the team members, there's negotiations going on all the time about, do I really have to come into the office on these days? And everybody's going through this. But if you, as the owner of a company, don't have a positive mindset towards remote communication, virtual conferencing, I think you're being bypassed by the world. Mm-hmm. That's a really great point, Dan. So finally, how can people take advantage of the fact that both information technology and coaching are the fastest growing industries, which is a fascinating statistic, and how can they put this into play? So in fact, I think I know some companies that 
their whole basis for their organization is actually coaching on technology. Mm -hmm. But if a company is looking at implementing new things or where are the opportunities, how can people really take this and put it into action, Dan? Well, you have to start that any new technology is absolutely worthless unless your company knows how to think about it in a positive way and has the process built around introducing the technology that immediately makes it useful, mm. immediately makes it useful and continually more useful as it goes along so that the very learning of the new technology, people immediately get a benefit from it. Mm. And no technology does that just by giving the person the technology. I think probably the best company at making technology easy and attractive to use has been Apple since the 1980s. If you learned how to use a Apple technology in the 1980s, you know how to operate a new Apple technology, certainly computers. I'm not a phone person, so I need a little bit of nudging and a little bit of encouragement. But as far as the computer goes, there wasn't anything to master. It was graphic user interface and, you know, you just pointed and clicked and that was it, you know. And then some programs like InDesign, you know, which is Mm -hmm. our basic publishing, you know, it lays out all of our forms and everything else. I know the basics of it. I know the basics of it. But somebody else sets up all my forms for me to write in. So I wouldn't have any idea how to set up any of the forms because I don't have to. Yeah, as long as I can click on the text box and start typing, (laughs) I'm the same. Yeah, Yeah. I know how to change the type size. I know how to, you know, I only use one typeface, which is Helvetica. So anyway... The thing about it is that we live in a totally technological world now, and the area where this impacts everybody is information technology, communication. And so when you're thinking about a new technology, you have to ask, okay, so what's going to be the coaching process for everybody, and how do you custom design the coaching process so that each person in a different job and a different area of activity, it's custom designed so they have immediate results, immediately jumps in productivity and efficiency and effectiveness happens as soon as possible. And if you don't do that, the technology is not going to be utilized or it'll be completely rejected. Mm. So Dan, so on point as always. I love this because I think it's very easy to get compelled by the offer of technology, but unless you have the appropriate mindset of the coaching and the teamwork necessary to get those spectacular results positive right away, then first of all, your investment is going to be worth nothing. And you'll have actually built up some scar tissue with your team because they're, they're going to be resentful of that. So it just makes a mess. So I really appreciate your direction about how to, you know, this is an ever increasingly technological world we live in. And this direction is super useful to make sure we're successful with it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 